This time on Cult Following, the one true podcast. The Muppet movie is a disaster. Exactly. It's, it's basically propaganda, saying a frog can rise out of the swamp, when in fact, it's going to become frog legs. The Muppet movie is is a, a tale told in reverse. That's our destination, is to live in the swamp. And left only with a banjo. Exactly. It's basically a synonym for death. <laughs> Hey everybody, my name's Trevor. Do you like telling stories? Things that aren't just untrue, but ridiculous or just plain crazy. Flights of imagination that beggar belief, like what if everyone's parents were secretly replaced by robots? Perhaps the world is ruled by a cabal of super intelligent rabbits from a warren in Oregon. Maybe Canada really does exist. If any of that were true, maybe you'd consider being a part of or even leading an organization to promote these hidden truths. A few years back, my best friend Tom and I made up a party card game called Cult Following, where you get to invent ridiculous cults and pitch them to your friends. Your friends then get to ask questions, and you have to justify your cult in an attempt to gain new recruits. We've had fun demoing our game at playtests and conventions, and thousands of people around the world have played as well. Now we'd like to bring Cult Following to you in podcast form. Just to make it perfectly clear, everything you're about to hear on this podcast is make-believe. We don't actually believe these things, and we don't think you should either. Please don't go out and do anything our cultists are about to tell you to do, no matter how convincing they might be. And under no circumstances should you ever attempt to travel to Canada. Our game is a way to get together with friends, have a good laugh, and just maybe learn some valuable lessons about not taking everyone you meet at their word. That's about all you need to know to get started. So let's start the first round of cult following. All right, people. I have something that, that needs to be talked about. Old people. If you notice, there's a lot of old people around. They talk it, they're grumpy, they're angry, and then suddenly they're gone. Where do they go? Right? I'm curious. This is an important question. It is. And our scientists have done some research. And in fact, my favorite science fiction show is real. I speak, of course, of the 1985 classic Steve Gutenberg, Wilford Brimley, Cocoon. Oh, I remember this one. Yes. Those old people are taken by aliens where they will go they'll never grow old and they'll never die so our scientists this sounds great this is our future if we can only find the right swimming pool to swim in we can all live forever that's it join me and we will go door to door swimming in different people's pools looking for the <laughs> alien cocoons and when we find it we won't get any older, and we won't ever die. Oh, I'm looking forward to the moment that uh, Wolford Burnley said, yeah, a cat couldn't scratch it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm here to talk about an important issue, and that issue is sexism. Namely, the world is run, really, if you think about it, by the patriarchy. And I think it's fair to say that us four white nerdy guys... <laughs> are the guys to tell the world how to solve it. 
So, I'm into it. Hi, <laughs> Internet. <laughs> now. I was thinking of adding old white guys look, telling people what to do in, into my cult, but I left that out. Yeah. Mistake on your part. <laughs> <laughs> look, if there's one way to solve sexism, it's by making things more welcoming to women. And that is by making them pink and glittery. <laughs> and how do I know that? Because that's what they said on the television. All views on this podcast are considered satirical. <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask a question of the both of you. And that is, what is your cult's single most important rule? No speedos. <laughs> it ruins the illusion of immortality if you're that old. If you want old people running around in speedos dripping wet, find some other cult. <laughs> least mid-thigh length boxers, at least. Well, our cult does not like that kind of body shaming. Um, <laughs> our rule is no speedos unless they are pink and glittery. In which case, pink and glittery Speedos for everyone. <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> Mandatory. Okay. So, how else are we going to be welcoming? The main difference between our cults is Speedos are no Speedos. Speedos oh. or Speedon'ts? <laughs> <laughs> you are of the Speedon't persuasion. Well, I never thought I would subscribe <laughs> to Ben's vision of eradicating no. sexism. But, I mean, there's a certain appeal to a glittery pink Speedo, so I might have to give this one to Ben. Ouch. Right. Okay, so my question, I guess I'm going to start with you, Tom. All right. Why exactly did your neighbors file a noise complaint? <clears throat> well, sometimes the pool parties get a bit out of hand. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, like, discretion is important. We don't want everyone. And sometimes one of your friends accidentally spills the beanie beans and all the old people come and jump into the swimming pool and ruin it for everyone that's what happened it's it's a shame but we've gotten rid of some of those and I, and we're sure there's another swimming pool out there somewhere that will when you guys did that when you when, when all of the old people charged up to the pool and, and leapt in did they just form a conga line and then just cannonball in one by one one by one Okay. Splashed all I, the water out. The last few people, there's only a couple feet left of, okay. of water. Oh, I see. That's, yeah. that's, that's a travesty. I mean, things are going to happen, and there's going to be some mistakes early on, but we've got the system down. Okay. That's fair. Uh, how about you, sir? Could you repeat the question? Uh, <laughs> why did your neighbors file a noise complaint? Oh, we had two noise complaints? Wow, what a coincidence. Um <laughs> I'm wondering so, if you live next door to each other. Probably because we wear such loud colors. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. I feel shame for having listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with the Speedoos rather than the Speedos. Oh, no. <laughs> I like the Speedoos. Oh. Well, this is going heavily uh, toward Ben, but I do have one final right. question, which is, which is entirely relevant, and that Redemption. is your daughter marries a member from the cult on your right, what happens? Look, we believe uh, that women should have the autonomy to, to marry whoever they choose. It is our hope that she empowers them with uh, glitter and with pinkness. Uh, I would have to disown her for 
uh, adopting a Speedo. And as I mentioned before, this is a strictly no Speedo club. Oh, dear. I don't, I don't know. I I can't. I have to go with the autonomy. It's Ben again. Ben, yeah. you're victorious. Tell us how your vision now takes over. The, or maybe it's already been here. I, I don't can't know. believe my vision of immortality was beaten out. hoisted. Uh, I, I actually... Unrele- I have a question here. Oh, uh, what yes. happened with Wilford Brimley? Why was he selling diabetes insurance later on in life? Do you have diabetes? Well, obviously, he did not join the aliens as his canon. He uh, stayed with his grandson. So he is a uh, message of warning. Yes. Okay. If that you, had been bothering me since you brought this up. Yes. Well, Don Amici went with the, mm. the aliens okay. and is currently alive in another solar system where Wilfred Brimley stayed here and uh, hawks diabetes medications. Okay, not diabetes itself no. as a lifestyle, no, but no medication one preventing that. that. Uh, Tom, I actually have a follow-up question. Which is, how yes. many times have you watched the movie <laughs> Cocoon? <laughs> Our members watch Cocoon every night to get inspiration. Sometimes you go and you swim and you smell like chlorine and you, you just get a day older. And sometimes it's easy to lose faith. And so you have to re-watch Steve Gutenberg is a fine actor, by the way. <laughs> uh, okay, man, this is All over right. to you. <coughs> this All is over right. to you. How did Very uh, believable. Tom's cult ends up getting taken away by the aliens. Oh, yeah. Thus, leaving the Earth to all the good feminist, you know, good feminists like me. I voted for Hillary. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? You arrive at the polling booth in your Speedo? Exactly. That's, that's, and I, I recall seeing you in the Women's March yeah. in a pink Speedo. In this pink Speedo. Uh, and right. we defeat the patriarchy. And uh, By carting them into space. I feel like, honestly. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's not yeah. too bad. You give They're, them. They went to a better wins. place. They're in a farm in Jupiter. <laughs> I mean, the the, the 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 anger of the patriarchy ah. is only there because they fear death. And so, if you give them an illusion of immortality and then cart them away for whatever the aliens are going to do to them, that seems like a fine solution. The patriarchy lives on on one of Jupiter's moons. <laughs> Hopefully, the <laughs> one that's a fiery volcano. <laughs> Cult Following is a creative storytelling party card game. The stories you come up with are as inventive and as ridiculous as you want them to be. When playing, the table is split into two groups, cultists and recruits. Cultists draw three sign cards that have ideas like timid forest creatures or aliens. These act as story fragments, things your organization, your group, your cult are for or against or happen along the way. After an initial pitch, Recruits ask questions from question cards, which each cultist needs to answer. The recruits then select a cult their recruit would want to join, and that cultist gains a point. Two points win the round, and the victorious cultist gets to describe how the other cults fade away, preferably in the most ironic way possible. And now for a segment we're calling Card Talk, where we discuss the cards in the game and where those ideas came from. And a, a quick apology, there's some background noise in this next segment, and I've tried to clean it up as best I can, but we're new at this podcasting thing and hadn't quite realized that microphones pick up every sound in the room. 
right. In a uh, departure to uh, our our segment on our favorite cards, my favorite science fiction show is in fact real. Is one of our favorite cards that we use over and over again, and uh, Trevor and I play with. Uh, we'll play that card and then flip over other cards that that go along with that. So I had the Angry Seniors. Uh, and what movie is about that? Could be Grumpy Old Men, the classic 1987 uh, classic. That the was... classic science fiction movie? Yes. Angry Old Men. That was uh, actually Jack Grumpy... Yeah. The, 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 Matthau. the My si- Favorite Science Fiction uh, Movie Is In Fact Real is a is a great card just because it... it 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 envelops so many groups that are fanatical about a particular TV show, and I mean honestly, science fiction. You get a lot of fanatical people. You got Firefly, Star Trek, Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, and then from there, there's a lot of pivot points you can take, and it's a great storytelling device. So it's been a great card. I like that I had uh, the aliens card, and I did not go with aliens. Mm, okay. I went with, as I say, the classic 1986 uh, science fiction movie, Cocoon. Right. Which is uh, was one of our, our favorite tropes <laughs> to fall back on, is if you've seen the uh, the uh, classic documentary, Firefly, and then running from there as if it's a true thing. So uh, one of my favorites, uh, I have to say, and maybe uh, a spoiler for the next game we're working on, uh, there's one card we have called Talking Like a Pirate. Because pirates are fun, a comic book pirates kind of thing and you can you can play with a lot of things there you can take normal everyday business person walking down the street everyday activities and as soon as you put pirates on them it takes a different tilt so um, it's one of my favorites to go back on you can literally spice anything up uh, aliens from outer space they're actually pirates uh, the person collecting taxes ice pirates <laughs> the classic 1984 science fiction movie Ron Perlman Oh, Ron Perlman was an ice pirate. Yes. What, what I want to know is that's three separate movies that you've named the date they were released on. Yes. How encyclopedic is your knowledge of science fiction movies? I made up the dates on the last two, and I looked <laughs> the first one up. The, the uh, as as our good friend uh, Nathan uh, would say, and I'm Nathan glad is, that you believed it. Yes, Nathan is not <laughs> here today uh, because he is violently ill. Uh, let's all pour one out for Nathan. It is you, if you say something with enough conviction people will believe you and they will follow you. And so it doesn't matter, particularly in this game, just say whatever mm-hmm. and people are gonna gonna follow and believe, like, I can't believe you knew that. And like, I didn't, I made it up. Like, don't tell them that, that's, uh, that's I w- important. I oh. would like to point out that the actors were accurate though. Another lie, obviously. <laughs> that is not true. Ron Perlman, Ice Pirates, look it up. Ron Perlman, there we go. I, there's the title of the episode right there. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to just edit IMDb and just put Ron Perlman, the star of Ice Pirates. I feel... <laughs> Would that be a different movie? Now oh. I have to look this up. Yeah, You yeah. jerks. Oh, my goodness. All right, hold All on. All right, I, I said 1984 on that, so we'll see if that's accurate. All right, hold I on. did like Ice Pirates. I watched it a lot mm. as a child, and 1984 right, might have been about the right time. It, it okay. felt about right. Uh, with an IMDb rating of 5.7 yeah. out of 10... Ice Pirates, a movie from 1984. Oh, oh yes, yes! yes. <laughs> Starring Robert Urich, Mary Crosby. I'm not seeing it, man. Oh, no. And wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait. Ron Perlman is yes. Eno. It's what? true. It, you, you have 100% correct. Ice Pirates, yes. 1984, Ron Perlman.
let's rap for a moment. <laughs> Being a teenager's hard, right? It's a total drag sometimes. But I, our, our cult has an idea that's totally lit. And so, so, I don't know, if you ever feel like you have to hide your emotions, especially from your parents, like, I, I, I know, you know, you ever, if you try to open up to, for example, your mom, or your mom, or especially your mom, uh, it's... You know, it can be a pain because, you know, they can not be very supportive or worse, be too supportive. So what our cult does is get rid of your parents and we become your replacement parents. We're your family now. All right. Well, Cult Following is a game from Vancouver, Canada. And this is this podcast is being recorded today in the beautiful Vancouver Public Library. And as I was uh, coming in on the SkyTrain this morning, I saw the snow falling. Snow falling in Vancouver. Winter finally arriving. And then I realized snow in Vancouver, this truly is the end of days. Uh, we're about to... It's never happened before. It never happened before. It only <clears throat> rains here. It never gets too warm. It never gets too cold. It's Everything's perfect in Vancouver. But today, it snowed, which means the world is coming to an end. Cars colliding with each other a hundred at a time. And I have determined why this is true. The last week has been talking about the polar vortex, where the frosty ice from the north is destabilized and comes south, and we're getting hit with that now. And what's happening is that this is a truly a war between gods. The frost giants have returned to the north to defend Canada. Defend Canada from that which lurks below. They're opposing gods at the South Pole. The penguins. The oh. penguins are the root of all evil on planet Earth. And the frost giants, who normally reside in the far north, protect us all from their Antarctic menace. Now, the frost giants have come south because Antarctica, the icebergs are starting to melt because of global warming. And now we're going to see an epic confrontation between north and south, frost giant and emperor penguin, to see which will rule this planet. And Vancouver is in the crosshairs. I need you to come with me and we will fight with the frost giants, march our way south through America, and then we're gonna go down to Antarctica and kick penguins until they stop <laughs> bringing their horrifying Antarctic menace to the north. And then the frost giants will come home and Vancouver, Vancouver will return to a beautiful paradise of eight degrees Celsius and constantly raining that we know it to be. You know, Trevor, I've heard that uh, emperor penguins are really good uh, fathers. They they gather together and protect their chicks from the, the frigid tem temperatures. Uh, so I would like to know, for both of you, what are your cult's rules on parenting? Well, first of all, I need to address this issue about penguins being excellent in any way. This is simply propaganda from nature documentaries that want you to believe that penguins are adorable and cute. And Morgan Freeman would never lead us astray. I think history has proven that that is no longer true. So on, on the other hand, frost giants make excellent parents. They are the stewards of the north. They protect Canada from invaders to the south, be they Antarctic, American, 
Uh, Mexican, I mean, honestly, we haven't had to build a wall. Why? Because frost giants. Frost giants are there when you need them, when you need to play some hockey. They will freeze the pond for you, and then you can play hockey with them. If you need help with your homework, they will take you into an ice cave, and you can count icicles together, and they'll teach you math. I mean, they're there for us. They have, they have brought Canada and made it the country we know it to be today. That's very heartwarming. But is that bad in this situation? No, this is good. The frost right. giants are our friends. Right. They're, just, they're just visiting Vancouver, right. and it's terrifying, and we need to aid them okay. to keep the the worst penguins from crossing our borders. They, the frost giants have just been giving me the cold shoulder. So Ben, I, could you rap with me about your <laughs> rules on parenting? I can rap with you about my rules on parenting, Tom. Sh- sh- shall I, I feel, lay down a beat? I feel so related to right now. Yeah. See, our rules on parenting... He knows all the, the right words. So yeah. hip. Yeah. Uh, you know, parenting is a lot like taking a selfie, you know? Oh my it, God, I know what that is. Yeah. I know how to do that. Is exactly. it like that? It's the one thing that you know <laughs> that kids do today. It's, it's only because they, they had to put the camera in the front and they're like, what's that thing? And he went away and, and, and researched it on the internet for eight hours and then figured it out. It's a lot like taking a selfie. You know, you just have to press the one button and uh, that's really all you need to do. Uh, uh, question. Yeah. In this metaphor, what is the one button of parenting? That's a really good question. <laughs> Uh, I feel so validated. Thank you. Yeah. And let me tell you, it is the button of... Validation. Validation. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I'd like to say something about selfies, and that selfies are really an attempt to freeze a moment in time Mm. through the media of technology. But honestly... Frost giants. If you really Are want you to, are you talking freeze, down to me? I, I, I feel like I, I need someone who really I'm listens to and tell understands you the me. truth, Tom. That's not very lit of you, Trevor. No, wow. it's not. I'm, I'm stone cold here with my frost giant buddies. Uh, frost giants. If you need to freeze a moment in time, they will freeze you, and they'll keep you frozen. And then you, you, you can picture that moment like mom and dad. I remember mom and dad. They're over there frozen on the mantelpiece. <laughs> frost giants can make that happen for you. Oh, yeah. You, th- you can see them. They are holding each other tight. Yes. Forever embraced in a cuddling warmth. Yes. You just have to keep... A, actually, honestly, mantle's not that great. It's best to keep them in the freezer. You want to go visit them, you need to go, like, get some, some ice. It's like, maybe chip a bit off of Grandpa there and, like, oh, I remember him. And you just put him back in the freezer. And then you, those memories will be there for as long as you live. And then when your time is up, you can join them in the freezer. Trevor, you're a... You're a weird old man, and I'm going to go with this guy over here who speaks my language and understands what it's like to be a teenager these days. And let me say, yeet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who also makes that noise? Penguins. Oh, that's so sad. It It is translated from Penguin time. It is, we shall invade the north and spread our, our disaster and ruin. They're so cute. They are, but they're so evil. Well, I suppose uh, I'll start with you, Ben. Mm -hmm. Uh, What would you say the temptation that is the most difficult for your cult members to resist? Well, we really love that avocado toast. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I say we are right. Wow, I feel related to also. Yeah, it's great. It's It's like he's speaking my millennial language. 
he's the so, language of millennials. He's so wise, but and yet he still relates. Right. And the head bob, the one that just sort of says he's in rhythm. Yeah. Like I can't help but nod along with him. I don't need to hear any more. But I, I do want to hear your answer. Well, to be fair, I mean, the, Canada has a bit of an infer- inferiority complex. We we generally try and shy away. We're not a big military power. We're not number one in the world for, for a lot of things. But honestly, the difficulty is not ba- bragging about the Frost Giants because they're our buds. Oh, really? They taught us hockey. We have to make sure that the power of the North is not revealed to the rest of the world. Or otherwise, I mean, it would go to our heads. And as Canadians, we just can't have that. So we have to kind of keep the the Frost Giants on the down low, keep it with the hip speak over here. Uh, and uh, and just generally don't don't talk about them too much. Like they'll they'll freeze the pond for you again, and just sort of silently look to the north and nod, just in the way we Canadians do, and give respect to the frost giants. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for making Canada cold. Wait, it just dawned on me that I'd have to give up avocado toast. Is that the temptation that we can't resist? Like, is I'm, is that forbidden? Oh no, it's just. Uh, it's just something that we're tempted by often. So, are you suggesting we should yield to temptation? Sure, it's very awesome. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> just, a, just the kind of message teenagers want to hear. Oh, hey kids, it's time a- to yield to temptation. Accidentally quoting Oscar Wilde, totally on board with that. I'm in. I'm in. Cool. I I have a another question. This this one's uh, just for just for Ben. Mm-hmm. You see. There's this girl that I like, mm-hmm. and I need some advice. And I, I want to know: Will Will joining your your organization help me to impress her? It definitely will help to impress yes. her. How yes. all cool kids are doing it? Yeah, I take it. Wow. Second follow up question: uh, What is <laughs> what is the Frost Giants' relationship with bears? With bears, well, that's that's very interesting because you're actually segueing into the next cult I had prepared. Honestly, I can give you a small spoiler: frost giants, bears. They are in the same mythology. They are friend and kin to one another, oh. and they're the reason why another great reason why Canada is so strong. If frost giants are our generals, bears are the lieutenants of the north, keeping it safe. All right, I'm into it. Excellent. But I think, unfortunately, this one's going to have to go to Ben, so... (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, listen up, fam. (laughs) It's... it's, um, So what happens is, uh, after we've dabbed on the frost giants... uh, Uh, then we, we go out and get some chicken nuggets, am I right? And then watch some penguin vines. Whoa, Can we watch vines. that one where they keep falling, that one penguin just keeps slapping the other one and he falls in the water? That yeah. one's my favorite. Yeah, that, that one's dank. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got to move to Yellowknife now. It's just, I can't take it here. <laughs> You're finding it unbearable? That's a pun too far. <laughs> nope. It was it was grisly. Oh, all of these shall be cut. Absolutely. <laughs> no bear puns. I feel like the 
Arctic Circle is named after polar bears. The Antarctic Circle is named after not polar bears. Penguin bears. Well, everything. they are in fact bears. Penguins are in fact bears. They're just shaped differently, and they may want to make you think that they're birds when they're not. Have you ever dissected a penguin? They never show that on the nature doc documentary. You take off the exosuit, and in fact, they're hideous Tiny. bear demons inside. And the youth that today will never understand the danger that they're in. We're protecting you. The ancient old ones have been protecting us. And now the kids today just want to get in ancient with the Ancient old ones. That's why I it can't like afford a mortgage, man. Mm -hmm. Hashtag cringe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today. We hope you've had fun listening to our show. This podcast is frankly a bit of an experiment. We might just make one or two, but if it's wildly popular, we might try to release them on a regular basis. If you've liked what you heard, tell a friend, give us a rating, or leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Today's guest cultists were Adam Shepard and Ben Buckley. Cult Falling was created by Tom Bosla and Trevor Bradley. If you'd like to get in touch with us or learn more about Cult Following, come visit our website at cultfollowinggame.com. Our theme song is Gallows Hill by Josh Woodward. You can check out more of his music at joshwoodward.com. Cult Following is recorded at Vancouver Public Library's Inspiration Lab. Thanks for joining us. And remember, don't believe everything people tell you. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to spoil this one because I'm not going to use it. Uh, we've effectively transitioned to it. I had uh, three cards which were Canada, the buddy system, and bears, where every Canadian would be paired up with a bear for day-to-day -day tasks. So you need you need to slice up some salad. <laughs> 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 <laughs>